There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ha, we're just going to jump straight into the next one, hey? So guys... We had been chatting about the dating terms, and we talked about a few. We talked about flea bagging. That's got nothing to do with tea bagging. And uh, tea bagging's a different thing. I swear, I'll explain it to those. It's when like um, the person is lying down, like a woman is lying down, or a man, if that's what you're into, and you just get your your your, your ball bag and you like dip it into their mouth, like you're dipping in a a tea bag. <laughs> Introduce the fucking podcast, will you? <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Digger Dads Pure Shy Podcast. This is Ryan, that's Shane, and we're going to finish talking about teabagging now and get on to other stuff. <laughs> uh, there was another one that was benching, and that's got nothing to do with going to the gym. It's, it's more so to do with, like... If someone, if you're chatting away to someone and they're just not cutting the mustard and you just put them on the bench and put someone else into corner forward, you know, it, essentially it's the same thing. So will we crack on with the next ones? Yeah. How are you getting on anyway? Yeah, we were just doing a podcast. We just did one. I still feel the same. I'm not having some tail and I feel energized. You had coffee, hadn't you? I had coffee. Huh. Why did you say tea? Because when I drink coffee, it gets a little bit exciting in here. And I don't want to frighten the audience. Yeah, you usually um, act the bollocks when you've got coffee in you. So, none of that shite now. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to chat about stuff that people want to hear. So, did you did you go and watch the Irish band after last weekend? Yeah, I did. So, um, myself and the wife, we um, we went out for a bit of dinner first. And then there was an Irish band playing in a, in a pub here, the Combsley it's called. And this band played at our wedding. And they're just class. Yeah, they're called Sasta. Yeah, they're good. They're like a four-piece uh, Irish band. And fell on a guitar, fell on a flute, fiddle, you know, a squeeze box. And they're fair good now. When they were at our wedding, I don't know if I've said this before, they brought with them uh, two world-class Irish dancers. Yeah, they were good. They were fucking very good now. I remember sitting there watching them going, 
Yeah, that yeah. You know, just cheering them on, like you know, as you do. <laughs> that coffee's starting to kick in now. It's fucking, it's climbing. I can feel tingles in my fingers already, and all. But those Irish dancers, they were baiting that floor out of it. I think your wife, she got up and started to do some dancing. Yeah, she um, my wife used to do uh, the ballet and stuff. Yeah, she's like ballerinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing all the pirouettes and all the fucking spinning around and. She should be fair good at it now, like. Yeah, he classic. Did she do, like, the ballet stuff? She kind of did it, and she kind of mixed in uh, the Irish dancing with it as well. She doesn't do Irish dancing, but she was able to... Because uh, my best man, Tommy, looked at me and said, Why the fuck does she learn how to do Irish dancing? <laughs> I said, she just does ballet, lad. So she'd be used to, like, jumping around and doing the feet stuff. But she was able to do it in time with the music herself and uh, her friend Emma, who does the ballet as well. Both of them are just on the floor, hopping around, doing what they're doing. And even the Irish dancer lads were looking at them going, fucking fair play to these girls. Because they're getting some serious height and getting the spins in. And Jesus was great crack now. Yeah, the old ballet. Have you ever been to one of those now? Or like a fancy fucking ballet show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to one before here. And um, you have to be dressed real nice. Okay. Yeah, you can't go in wearing like Nike runners and tracks bottoms. Oh, what is that? It's just like, it's a formal thing. Also, you have to clean all like suit and booted. Well, you don't have to go in full tuxedo like ratting, but just a, a nice trousers, a nice shirt, and a nice pair of shoes. Oh, right. Was it good? Yeah, it's it's all right. Like, you have to be into it. You kind of have to be into that sort of stuff. And um, I didn't mind it now. She really loves it, obviously, because she used to do it and stuff. But um, I didn't mind it at all. I probably wouldn't go too often now. Uh, have you been to like any like famous musicals in there? I love those, lads. Some of those are fucking great crack. I went to one in London, actually. It's called The Book of Mormon. And she convinced me to go. I thought, this is going to be pure shite. Absolute nonsense. Well, it was one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. It was fucking class. I swear to God. I'd go and watch it every weekend if it was here. Every weekend. You'd never get sick of it. It's so funny. And um, going in there, I thought, this is going to be rotten. And I went to see um, Matilda in London as well with her. Um, Billy Elliot. Is that about the boxing lad that turns into the ballerina? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good film. Yeah, they do a musical on it. That's very funny as well. All these musicals, lad thinks that, lads think that they're for fucking women and they're a bit gay and stuff like that. They're not. They're fucking great crack. They're pure gas. Absolutely beside yourself laughing you would be. Unreal stuff. Yeah, I've been to few myself now. Yeah, they're good. Anyway, you were out drinking. I did, I went, um, so what we did was we went for a bit of dinner first and uh, she booked the restaurant and she didn't want to tell me where we were going because... I'm picky with food, like, you know, a bit strange of food. And she booked a Turkish restaurant. And if she had to tell me that's where we were going, I would have said, nah, we're not going to that. Let's go to something else. <laughs> so um, we went there and it was called uh, Olive and Thyme. And then when we went in, um, I looked around and all the people looked fairly Turkish. The owners looked and sounded Turkish. And the funny thing is, the, the owner, the woman, she recognized me, but she didn't know where she recognized me from. And... I didn't say, oh, you've probably seen me on Instagram or something like But when I went in and sat down, she said, you've been here before? I said, no, no, no. She said, I know you from somewhere. I said, ah, I just have one of those faces, you know. And the wife looked at me and said, well, I said, oh, she probably saw me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we sat down and I looked at the menu and I said to the wife, I said, what is this? She said, it's Turkish. I was like, you know, I am weird with food. Don't do this to me. Oh, she threw you under the bush. No, she just wanted me to try this stuff to see if I liked it. And I think it was like $60 a head for like a 
three or four course thing and then obviously you pay for your own drinks and stuff but I prefer doing that because it comes out in in stages and you can share stuff and it, it was nice it was actually really really nice and the food itself so many flavours and that stuff like if someone said to me let's go to a Turkish restaurant I'd say fuck off I don't want to go there because I went to one over here before and it was on uh, Sandgate Road it was called uh, Sultan's or Sultan's or something whatever the fuck it was called and I went there with the wife and her friend and her family. And I was there and I thought, this is fucking shite. It, it's purple. The outside of it was purple. And it looked like a, a weird kind of McDonald's. So we went in and I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to hate this. So we ordered the food and just the smell alone in the restaurant of this food being passed around was just enough to turn your stomach. I thought, how do people eat this stuff or pay for this stuff? So anyway... They were coming around with our food and I ordered, I don't know what I ordered, but something as safe as possible. And even then it was shite, pure shite. And then the fucking waitress came around to refill our water jugs. She fucking dropped the jug on top of me. Absolutely soaked me. Did she wet you? I was, <laughs> I was fucking soaked. And this stuff was freezing. It had ice in it. It was fucking freezing. Did you up and knock her out? No, <laughs> no. No, she was just like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And all they threw me was napkins. They didn't even have a fucking towel to let me dry off with. I was absolutely drenched, lad. And the worst part of it were the fucking belly dancers. Huh? Fucking belly dancers. In a restaurant. I swear to God, lad, you're there hoofing into some kind of a hummus or something with a cracker. And next thing, this music comes on and you're like, hang on, what's going on here? And everyone starts clapping and you're like, what's happening? I can't see anyone doing nothing here now. And then from behind this pillar steps out this one who shouldn't be shaking the belly. I tell you that. I was just off-putting. Like, you're in there and you're trying to eat your food. And it's like, what the fuck is this? This is fucked up. And there was a young fella there, my wife's friend's son, and he's got uh, autism and he, he's got severe autism. Like, And he, he'll do this thing where he like puts his hands over his ears or he covers his eyes or like even now and again you're in the room with him and you can you know you feel someone looking at you he'll do that thing where he just kind of absolutely locks onto you stares at you and pulls this very funny face you know and he'll just stare at you and you will kind of look at him and you can't you don't know what to say to him you, <laughs> you don't know what you don't want to say what, what are you looking at <laughs> like <laughs> you just don't say that he's a nice lad lovely lad but um he was in the restaurant and he was feeling very uncomfortable and he was sitting on the outside where the belly dancer was going to be walking through around the tables. And he was getting afraid. So I said, here, Blake, come in here and sit him beside me here in the back. Come in, sit in here. I'll sit on the outside, you sit on the inside. And I kind of sheltered him <laughs> in on that side of the table. And I said to him when he sat down, I said, I'm with you on this one, lad. I'm with you on this one. This is pure shite. I don't like this either. And then he started laughing and his mother was kind of, getting him to kind of come around to it and saying, oh, it's okay, Blake, it's okay. And he's just like, no, no, I don't like this. I don't like this. And he'd put on his headphones and play his music and stuff. And yeah, poor lad, I was with him on that 100%. So, Mr. Billy, that's what I said to one you went to the other day. No, thank fuck, lad. It was actually unreal. I swear to God, it was unreal. Food was class, some amount of flavours. And um, it was expensive enough now, but I don't mind paying uh, big money for good food. And it was fucking good food, I tell you. And then we drove from there. So it was like a 20-minute drive from there to where the, the band was playing. And I only had, I think I only had one pint or two pints. Because out here you can have 
a certain amount of drink in you before you're over the limit. So you can drink one or two and drive home. And if you get pulled over, it just depends on your tolerance, whether you're going to blow over the bag, you know. Whereas back home, you have to have zero. Because my mother couldn't understand that. Um, we went out where one day I drove the car or drove the Jeep and they all came with us and we went to have a bit of food and I ordered a drink and she said to me, you're fucking driving. I said, yeah. She said, you're not allowed to fucking drink. I said, I can. I can have one or two. She said, really? I said, yeah. It was like 0.5 or 0.05 or whatever the fuck it is. She says, it's fucking zero back home. I said, I'm telling you, you can have a drink out here. But um, it's just within your tolerance. So never tell yourself you can have three because you can't. You know, you're better off having the one or the two and just going home fucking a little bit, um, a little bit sure that you're not going to be arrested and have your license taken off you. But yeah, we stayed, we watched the band for a while and drove home and Niall stayed with his uh, his grandmother that night and gave us a night off and it was, it was grand, it was fucking nice now. Yeah, the old Irish music now is good crack. So was it different now because you weren't drinking? You definitely lose the, the, the adrenaline of it. But it was still nice, like it was nice to go to the pub and not drink. You know, I had, like I said, I had one, I think I only had one pint of Guinness. And then um, I was drinking water and stuff after that, because obviously driving. But yeah, I, I didn't mind it now at all. I would have preferred to have uh, a few people around me and having a bit of a laugh and a bit of a chat. But it, it was still a nice evening with just me and her, you know, a bit of a date night. Get away from the young fella for a night. And yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> So this is everyone's favourite part of the podcast, where I read out and modify generically shite pick-up lines. And the thing is, what I do is, I read out the ones that Google say are very good at getting the attention and likely getting the sex. But when I read them out and I hear them in my own head, there's no way you're getting the sex after these. There's no way. It's not possible. So I tend to read out what they are on this and then I will transfer them into ordinary normal people terms where you might eventually get a hickey from it you know (laughs) (laughs) oh this is fucking torture sometimes so the first one is I think there's something wrong with my phone your number's not in it that's so shite lad (laughs) if you were to say that they'd think you're a fucking like a predator yeah that's not a good one no so I would change that to I think there's something wrong with my phone any chance you can order me a taxi? And we can go back to my house if you want. I've got cans in the fridge. <laughs> cans in the fridge, yeah, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I hope she drinks harp. <laughs> harp? Where do you get cans of harp? I, I know, fella. Alright, what's the next one? Uh, what emoji should I put next to your name in my phone? Now, that's not a bad one, because that's you insinuating that... You'd like her number and you think that funnily of her that you would put some kind of an emoji thing which is one of those little small faces or like an apple or something next to their name. So her name might be Gronje, and then you put like a carrot. God, that is a fast car. That's just come by your house now. Yeah, this is a fucking... Oh, this place is just a whore. It's a lovely place to live but this suburb is a whore for these fellas with their fucking souped up fucking utes and souped up cars. At night time, it's a bastard. You're trying to sleep next thing. It's a whore. A whore. I'm always standing at that window going, you've got a ridiculously small Mickey. Yeah, I do think some lads are overcompensating for stuff when they're acting the maggot with cars like that. 
excuse my pun, acting the Maggie, because there's small mickeys and all that. <laughs> but the emoji one, right? What emoji should I put next to your name in my phone? I would say, here, your name is Gronje. I've put the, the peach emoji next to your name in my phone, just because you've got some arse on you now. Because <laughs> these days, the girls, they, they want to be told they've got big arses. But back quite a few years ago, like, maybe maybe 10 years ago, big arse was you trying to say, and one was fat. Like, because they'd say, does my bum look big in this? And you're supposed to say, not at all, not at all, you look all right. Whereas nowadays, when they say, does my bum look big in this? Fucking massive. It, it fuck. How are we going to get you out the fucking door? What are you eating to be putting into that joke? <laughs> That's a compliment they're chasing though. But yeah, the next one is another one about the phone. It's, can I borrow your phone? I need to call God and tell him I found one of his angels. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. God, lad. That's so fucking shy. No one is going to want to do the sex if you say that. Yeah, I know. I know. Any of the ladies, again, listening to this, if any of these things do tickle the fancy, let us know. But I don't think they do. Do you prefer Ryan's ones or do you prefer the ones that are on the Google? I don't think they like any of them, hey. You wouldn't be picking up many young ones now with your pickup lines, hey. I get all the girls. <laughs> so how I would change that? I would say, here, sorry no. Can I borrow your phone? My friend has fucking taken my one. <laughs> how is that going to fucking... Because then she knows, like, I'm not a weirdo, that I do have friends. And usually people like that. Like if you're someone that has no friends, you're a bit of a loner, so people would think you're a bit strange. Yeah, I don't know if that one's going to work in your favour. Yeah, I know. It might do, though. I'll do three more. So this one is, my parents told me not to talk to strangers, but I'll make an exception for you. See, that's that's a subtle one, though. That one is not terrible. It's not going to pick anyone up, like. It's not going to get you going. But you're not a fucking weirdo, I don't think. So how would you fix that one, now? Eh, uh, my dad said not to talk to strangers, because a lot of them could be paedophiles. But you seem all right. <laughs> Because that's me complimenting her, saying that I think she's decent, like, you know? All right, what's the next one? Eh, uh, want to go outside for some fresh air? You took my breath away. Lad, see, it's another fucking shite one. A shite one. 
this is how I would fix that one. Now, people are going to like this one because this is me protecting her, all right? It's, here, do you want to go outside for some fresh air? Don't make me laugh. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Oh, of course you do, because we're the same person. Go on. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Stop making me laugh. Trying to do the TP cup lights. <laughs> go on. Go on. What is it? Hey. Don't make me laugh. No. <laughs> Stop. I'm trying it. I'm trying to do this. Would you like to go outside for some fresh air? Some whores have to fart in here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lad. Unreal stuff, hey? Yeah, because that's me trying to take her out into clean oxygen. (laughs) You're a fucker. You make me laugh. I'm trying to to do the podcast. Anyway, this next one is you owe me a drink because when I saw you, I dropped mine. Now, that, that could come across as quite cheeky. Quite rude, saying, here, you owe me a fucking drink, I've dropped mine. Because I looked at you. And she could take that the wrong way and think, God, do I look that bad where he broke a glass? No, I think it's more the opposite, where he couldn't believe how lovely she was that he, he just let go of the glass. Yeah, but they, they could take it the other way. Some women tend to, to go towards the negative thing. Not that there's nothing wrong with that, but they just, they're just a bit insecure about certain stuff and they're worried that People might find that. And some fellas would have that too. So I would fix that. I'd say, here, you owe me a drink. Because remember, I paid for that taxi last weekend when we went back to my house for a fuck. (laughs) 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 I'll do one more now. And it's, they say nothing lasts forever. So will you be my nothing? That's so shite, lad. Yeah, some of these are fucking unreal shite. Ridiculous stuff. So how would you change that? Uh, they say nothing lasts forever, but I've got a Corolla out there now and she's got over 500,000 on the clock. Like. So she's in for a good run and I've keep going for a long time. Anyway, I'm going for a spin. <laughs> That's uh, my pickup lines, guys. Thanks for tuning in on that because it's always, um, it's always good to know how the real people talk in life and none of this... Romeo, Hansel, shite. Romeo and Juliet. Yes, it's Shakespeare's. I know. So we're going to finish off the dating terms that we didn't get through on the last episode. This one is called Orbiting. Alright? Like the sun orbits the planets and that. Yeah, that's what it's spelled like anyway. So this one is essentially a creep. <laughs> it is though. It's like you, you were dating before and you're probably not dating anymore but they're always just kind of lingering and you notice them because they'll like your Instagram stuff. They'll watch your Instagram stories. They might even like a Facebook post that you made four years ago. They're watching and that's to be creepy but they never want to date you anymore but they also can't seem to let you just get on with your own fucking life without lingering in the background. And orbiting your social circle. Alright, okay. Yeah, that makes a bit of sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been orbited before, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Uh, the next one is roaching. Oh, is that like for... Uh, no, it's not for joints, lad. <laughs> yeah, because you know when you, you make a joint in that? 
and you get the piece of cardboard and you roll it up into a roach because you can't use filters when you're smoking joints because filters take the crack out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I know that. <laughs> filters take the crack out of it. Yeah, so I like, do you know, shh, turn off the microphone there. Do you know the way, like, when people be smoking drugs in that? If, if you smoke it with a filter in, you're not going to get, like, the buzz. The filter holds onto the buzz. Whereas if you put, like, a piece of cardboard in so you're not, like, soaking tobacco, you know, it, it, it gives you the back of that buzz because it can't soak through the cardboard, whereas it soaks through the filter. So, yeah, I, I've, I've never done drugs before, but I've been told that. Anyway, switch that back on there. Uh, Roachin is... Are you listening? Yes. Uh, Roachin is when... Do you know the way, like, you want to date someone else? You mutually agree that that's what you're going to do. So you're dating each other, but you also know that you're going to date other people. All right, so it's a bit like, um, it's not swingers, no. (laughs) Yeah, but I get what you're saying. So you both um, agree that you're not going to be just each other's, that you might go out tomorrow night with uh, Sophie and she might go out with Derek or something. Yeah, yeah, and then you're okay with that. Well, you tell each other you're okay, you're probably not. Hey, you're probably punching your head against the wall because she's probably getting a bit of Derek. The next one is a strange one, and it's actually situationships. Situationships. Did you ever hear them up in the north saying, situation? (laughs) That's good. So, this is a bizarre one now because in a situationship, you might actually go on dates and even, like, form emotional connections and... Probably have the sex, but you never actually define the relationship. You'll never say, well, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, or we're just casual, or we're friends and benefits. Nobody fucking knows what it is. You never say, this is what we are. You just fuck sometimes, have some dinner, and nobody fucking knows what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bit fucking weird, hey? It's a fucking strange one. So the next one is called slow fading, and... Kind of like ghosting, but with ghosting, it's he's gone. Where did he go? Whereas the slow fading is you gradually, gradually start to, to lose interest and slowly start to stop talking to that person. And that's essentially what it is. Because if someone is doing this to you, they'll probably just start contacting you and responding to you less and less. And eventually, it'll come to a point where they're just completely gone. And they're not really a ghost, they're a slow fader. All right, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And the next one is stashing. Now, that's not like shoving all the drugs in the wardrobe. That's nothing to do with that. This is relationship stuff. Have you ever dated someone who avoided introducing you to their friends and family? And they never mention you on the social media. These people are likely stashing you so they can have you to themselves. And that fucker, that fucker could be married. Could be married. I've seen the Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those ones where, those shows where lads would be, well, they'd be like a documentary and your man would try to kill them in the end. But anyway, um, he has this whole secret life and they get married and none of his friends go to the wedding and none of his family go to the wedding. It's literally just him and all of her family. Like, that's a fucking red flag. That's the biggest red flag. You're not going to want to be with someone like that when they've got no friends and no family around them and they're a grown man and they've got all of these things going for them in life, but yet... They have nobody. It's obvious that they're living 
a double fucking life. Yeah, like double agent. No, it's not. It's not like double agent, but it's. Um, I get what this stashing thing is. It's you don't want anyone else to know that you're with this person, and you never want to meet her family. You never want to reduce her to yours. You know all this kind of stuff because you're worried about all the other stuff coming out. Yeah, that's what it is. So the, the next one is submarining. And this is when someone you were romantically involved with, uh, it, it might ghost you or slow fade you, then they randomly resurface with no apology and pretending like nothing happened. Like, you're going mad. What are you all about, Grania? I didn't just fucking disappear. I was off fishing. Not at all, I didn't just block you. My phone fell into the river. You know, they start to make excuses like, you're the one that's going mad about the situation when they have done nothing, when... They are the bastard. Remember that, ladies and gents. They are the bastard. All right? You do next on the island, of course, you tell you that. I'll be back in a second. This is not going to be a common occurrence, is it? No, I just want to go to the toilet, that's all. Right, the next one is a text relationship. And it pretty well sounds exactly how it reads. And it's essentially your whole relationship is just based over text. You don't do anything outside of text messages. You never really meet up. And although it might seem convenient in the 21st century when everything is all about phones and everyone's busy, 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 it still lacks a lot of stuff. Like, you're, you're never intimate, you're never meeting up, you're never having, like, actual FaceTimes. Or it's literally just reading text messages. And essentially, that's your relationship. And that's pure shite, hey? There was a ghost lady who sat on the dock, shaking and waving his big hairy cock. <laughs> That's not the fucking song. Yeah, I know it's shaking and waving his big hairy face, but I think cock rhymes better with dog. Anyway, what's this one? Uh, <laughs> text relationship. Oh, that's when you just text people and don't do anything else. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Okay, so that's all of our um, all of our dating dating terms. Anyway, we've we've timed that really well too because it's coming up to twenty eight minutes. So, let's break out into our positive mental health stuff, guys. So, I found a quote on the Google, and it's, It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to be less than perfect. It's okay to do what's best for you. It's okay... To be yourself. And I want to add one in there and say, it's okay to feel fucking sad, lads. It's alright. We all feel it. Even I do. And I'm the jackhammer. I have days where it's very sad. And although all this social media stuff went massive there for a while and everyone thought I was real famous and all that, even amongst all that, you might think it's perfect. It's not. It's tough. Life is tough. Even when you're, you're getting on really good, you have bad days. But it's also very important to talk. Get the stuff out of you. You've learned how to talk, haven't you? I've been talking a long time now. I'm talking since I'm three, like, oh, before that even, too, is it? But, um, yeah, in, in this uh, scheme of things, I've really learned how to, if I'm having a shite day, come home, have a chat with the wife, you know, I, I tend to do a lot of opening up and uh, talking to her when we're um, driving in the car. Or, you know, when we're on the couch here of an evening 
or if we're going for a walk along the, the beach there be chatting about work and stuff like that and then I chat about things that's going on and things that's wrong and yeah I've just I've learned because I used to be a fucker for it I used to come home and I used to be miserable as fuck and even my mother-in-law would say to the wife well, what's wrong with him like why is he so like miserable all the time and you know that was me trying to process stuff I was in shit jobs and I was in shit situations and I was um just a, an awful miserable bastard of a person and I found doing the videos and stuff and uh, eventually finding my niche in social media and how it is that it helps other people. It's helped me more than it's helped fucking any of you guys. I tell you that because I used to be quite the opposite to what I am now. And I put it down to finding finding my place where I, I belong and finding my purpose and, you know, eventually learning how to talk about things. I don't know if I've ever felt suicidal. I, I suppose I've often often thought about it like would the place be better off would I be better off if I wasn't here you know I don't think I've ever like said right I'm going to kill myself or you know I don't think I've ever that's ever crossed my mind I've had been in some really low places where I thought this is just too much you know but I've learned how to talk and it's tough doing that first opening up and especially Irish people we're just stubborn and we're just fucking you know we don't tend to to open up and go here there's something wrong because you're a soft bastard. You know, that's essentially how people look at you. And I know people that will message me now saying, I've got no one to talk to. Me friends and family, I've tried talking to them. They don't want to listen. They keep telling me there's nothing wrong to get on with it. It'll be all right. There is free helplines out there. There is therapists out there. There's people on social media that would happily listen to you in a, in a message, whether it's Instagram or whatever, and just reach out to somebody. Use one of these free helplines that you can ring or text and you know, there's all sorts of things online now that you can actually use to um to get stuff off your chest whereas if people around you are um sugarcoating the fact that you are actually hurting and you know you're not on your own you might think you're on your own around people but there are ways of getting stuff done and heading out the door permanently is not one of those ways lads so don't do it please yeah don't don't go lads we, we'd be sad now if we knew that one of our fans was gone. Not because they're a fan, but because they're a human. <laughs> a human. <laughs> anyway, lads, mind yourselves, take it easy. We're going to head on here now. Yeah, your turn to make fucking tea now. I made tea the last time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.